Hey, hey, Cassandra, we're uh, we're about to record. You should sit down. Norman. Get... Y- yes. What do your elf eyes see? Uh, um, our our mics. No, no, you're supposed to say they're taking the podcast to Isengard. We we've 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 been there all, several times yeah, but already. No, like for reals this time. <laughs> what do you, what do you what do you mean for reals this time? Well, you know the trees and the orcs and the 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 wizard and we're we're taking the podcast. To Isengard. Will there be stupid fat hobbits? Yes. Okay, I'm in. Oh, okay. That was easy. <laughs> I was. I had this whole sales pitch that, you know, there's potatoes and, you, you know. You gotta boil them, <laughs> mash them, <laughs> stick them in a stew. There, there were also gonna be, you know, some crunchable horses. Um. We're back! <laughs> with season two, our yes. continuing coverage of the Lord of the Rings trilogy. This time we're talking about Two Towers. Join us on Dueling Genre every Monday through Friday to talk about Lord of the Rings one minute at a time. We're from Lord of the Rings Minute. Leave now and, and never come back. No, please come back. <laughs> Dueling Genre. Hi everyone and welcome to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Minute, the daily podcast where we are talking about the 1991 live action Ninja Turtles sequel, The Secret of the Ooze, one minute at a time. And bonus, it's Friday. Here we are, minute 15, Friday, the end of our third week of the show. You guys excited? Yes. TGIF, bro. Yeah, (laughs) thank God it is Friday. (laughs) I am Scott Tofty with me as a, uh, uh, with me as always are our panel of ninja experts, uh, Chris O'Connor. Our work week, gone! <laughs> Rachel Gatlin. Hi! And Adam Sheehan. Hello. Uh, one of these days, I want to say something as fun as Chris. <laughs> he always comes up with the best things to do. Yeah, you, know, you, can, you can just like give yourself a little more time. You mean prepare? Yeah, you could you could do that. Like I, I that sounds you know you that you, sounds like you work. launch into the spiel and I come up with it in the time it takes you to finish your spiel. You're just so quick. Which, well, not usually. I mean, like I don't know, man. I feel like a lot of the times I miss the opportunities. Steven uh, well, Spielberg over here. <laughs> oh Boom. man, I am. I I like you guys a lot. I'll be here all night. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, you will. At least till the end of the week. At least till the end of the minute. Mm. Um, so minute 15 starts he with uh, a, a close-up on Shredder's helmet in the junkyard and ends with Tatsu getting super angry and breaking what looks to be a sawhorse. <laughs> God. Mm-hmm. It's convenient. Uh, yeah. I mean, so let's let's dig into it here on a Friday. We continue this crane shot of uh, the, the panning over... The junkyard, it's very dimly lit, kind of some blue hues going on here. And that John DePres music, hues. now it really starts. Huey Lewis and the blue hues. <laughs> no, like blues, um, blues, blues hues. <laughs> uh, now the music starts ramping Sports. up, which I really like. We get this sort of like chromatic da 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 thing that happens. And then it gets really intense, and we start this like you know this trill, this on the cellos and stuff. 
Uh, it's good. It reminds me very much of John Williams. Mm-hmm. Kind of like, do you remember in the first movie we had the, what, oh, I can't remember which guest said it, but they called it the turtle mischief light motif. <laughs> when, I think uh, that was Corelli. Was it? No, it was. Might have um, been Crystal Beth. Nope. It was Return to Oz Minute. Who was it? Oh. Is that Mike? Man, we're bad. What's her name? Was that, a, was that a Mike? Uh, oh god i want to say yes was it mike carlucci that's who it was it was mike carlucci and I think circle it was mike gets carlucci. the square <laughs> all right but anyway i i think i mentioned during those minutes of the first season that it, you know at times duprez reminds me of john williams and this is again where it reminds me of john williams there's a very melodic thing and then the atmosphere and the intensity kind of swells up under it and it just perfectly matches this whole like you see the hand start first you see the garbage start sort of trembling and then the creepy hand just starting to emerge from this pile of trash (laughs) and it's the thing that's really cool about it is it emerges in front of the new york city skyline which i think is really cool Mm. i think that's just a great shot i have a funny anecdote about this okay go for it so emerging from trash uh, more or less, kind of. Uh, when w- when I was in college, I-, I used to hang out with these two guys. They were roommates, and uh, I was in their room one time, hanging out with the one guy, my friend Rob, and we were playing video games. And I happened to notice uh, his roommate Brendan had just a ton of trash on his side of the room, like even on his bed. And I was like, "Oh, that is a- that is disgusting." I was like, "You guys are going to get evicted." And we're playing video games. You and want like, where-, where is Brendan anyway? And then his alarm goes off. And then oh, the, the garbage on his bed starts to shift <laughs> and move, and he sits up and like hits his alarm. I was like, oh, that oh, is disgusting. I was like, that means that he, like, I guess, must have just eaten and then covered himself in filth and then fell asleep. Oh man! I take it this guy didn't have a girlfriend. No, no he, he did. He, he did. At he has a time? lovely wife now. Actually, yes, they, yeah. Uh, yep. Yep. Yeah, they're married. So, so the kid yep. emerges out of a pile of trash in your dorm room, and then what? Well, I was in his dorm room, so oh, he sorry. just he had to go to class. It was like his did, alarm woke him up. He set out of this big think pile of, of this trash. Movie? Huh? Did you immediately think of this film? No, but now that I saw this scene, I was like, or oh, that's just like my friend Brendan. <laughs> yeah my my I, my curiosity is like, okay, so either he piled the trash on himself once he got into bed. Or moved the trash, <laughs> got into bed, and then moved the trash back. To keep or somebody put warm. it on him. Or that. Was it all his trash, or was it maybe his roommate was just being a jerk? I don't know whose trash it was. Is that kind know. of like dipping the finger in warm water, just to you know, generic generic roommate shenanigans? <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but what I loved about it is Rob legit didn't know he was in the room. Yeah. I was like, where's Brennan? He's like, I don't know. And there's alarm goes off, and he's and the, the trash starts to move. <laughs> Um, it's like that trash Lord. heap in Fraggle Rock. Yeah. <laughs> so that oh, brings man. me to my next question, which I've asked about a hundred times already in this podcast. How long has Shredder been in this pile of trash? Uh, it right? can't be long. It cannot. It, it, let's see. Uh, human body dies after three days without water, so it can only have been like two or three days. Oh God! Period. Is he drinking trash water? No, he's not. Could, maybe uh, I was gonna say maybe he was in a coma, but he would still need water. Yeah, he still has maybe to be hydrated. Maybe he found half a bottle of Evian in there. You know. Mm. So if we're suspending disbelief, it's been no more than three days. April has found a new apartment. Uh, the turtles have healed from their bruises. Her neighbors are already fed up with her. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Although all- three days would make sense that they haven't really met her yet. 
True. True. Yeah. That would make sense. That's a good point. I find that hard to believe. I'm still finding this pill hard to swallow that it's only been three days. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, you, you got to think about it. It it makes sense. Shredder's not like superhuman. He doesn't have superpowers. He's not a mutant. He would literally just die. Uh, he should have literally just died. Yeah. But Oops. Whatever. Oops, Casey Jones is not a good murderer. Do you think? Do you think this is like a, <laughs> a situation of like Shredder's? Maybe, maybe there's like a whole middle story here that we're missing. Maybe he didn't go from trash compactor to trash. No. So wait, maybe he's been like, maybe he's had like amnesia, and he's been like hanging out around uh, uh, around town for a couple days. Like he gets dumped off no. at the junkyard, and he just thinks this is home. And it just so happens that what we're seeing is like the most recent garbage truck to drop off garbage and it land, lands on top of like Shredder's hobo no. house. No, you're not buying that? No, no, well, no. I can't think no, of a better explanation no, for this no. time gap. No, he's been uh he's been living in that that Eight. trash lady's house from the labyrinth. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's just that that like April uh and and the turtles moved fast and settled quick and they like really annoyed uh, what is it Roy's pizza like with all their orders of pizza in like the 3 days they've been there. Um and uh and I mean like we cut away to like the Foot Clan like showing up at the the junkyard in their in their in their ninja jammies. Like all mad and sweaty and like this is all of us. Everybody else must go sweat up. Where it's like, yeah, it could really have only been a couple days. Here's my other theory: What if these sequences with Shredder and the Foot, Shredder coming out of the garbage and the Foot running back, it's shot out of what if what if they're shot out of sequence? What if this is like three days after, but all this stuff with April and the Turtles is like a month later? No, this I'm, film is not narratively complex enough. I mean, but that it may not be narratively complex enough, but it's really the only way that makes sense. That's some Tarantino editing right yeah. there. Yeah. No. You're so negative, Chris. <laughs> I am so negative. I'm like I find myself like I have to be the I have to be the voice of reason here. Like let us I, have it. Man. I don't know. Like, I let feel us, pretty no, reasonable. No, I'm not going to let one. you have it. Let's let us get away with something. <laughs> I will not let you get Chris, away with are anything. You, are you telling me I that it's easier to believe? That the turtles in April did all of this moving, all of that other stuff happened in three it's days. It's a pre-furnished apartment. Really? Yeah. Uh, all right. To, to find all a of her stuff has been destroyed in three days. She doesn't in have New any York stuff City. to move at all. Fair. But I mean, that's, that's, it's a corporate ap- that's apartment. Some some luck there for her to find that apartment it's in not, like it's a not day. luck she's the highest paid like tv news reporter in the city have you ever seen like listings for uh like uh pre-furnished apartments for like businessmen that are like on short assignment and locate i mean you know it's something that they certainly have in dc but like you know there's like whole apartment complexes that are just like really posh nicely appointed places that yeah, are but- like five thousand dollars a month and it's like you know some guy from exxon moves in for the summer and that's where he stays but this is 1991. A credit check wasn't something that just like magically happened. Like Look, like that took a day or two at least. There doesn't mm-hmm. need to be a credit check. She's like, yeah, I'm. You've seen me on the TV news. Here's my boss. Yeah, but like you know, you can't just go. I'll take it, and then they go. I I guess I have to believe that you have this money that you're Corporate telling me. Here's it. an apartment. Guys, I think this is our first fight. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, look, I don't, I don't know which to believe. I tend to think that it just seems like too much, too fast, and I think that my brain says that these are shot out of sequence. That's sort yeah. of my way to deal yeah. with this. I'll go with the Tarantino editing All right, explanation. Fine. Chris, you know what? You don't works. have to That's be on fine. our team, though. You can, you can have your I own. I am on your team. You guys are my team. Oh, <laughs> <Aww, that's> sweet. <laughs> Come on. But uh, I, I, it's. I'm just, not going to let this pull us apart. You know, we could agree that this is maybe a, a weak point of this movie. Maybe yeah. not fully thought out <laughs> as a sequel. Uh, something that's clearly meant to follow Turtles One. Maybe it's just not the most thought out aspect of this story. There's there's a part of the movie about the giant mutated turtle people fighting like ninjas. That's, that's totally to logical. Though. I don't follow. <laughs> yeah, but what like, are you, you trying have to, to say? be on board with that to even to you even do. get you into do. stuff? That's, true. that's the title of the I'm movie. So on board. I'm so on board. I, I can suspend that, but getting an apartment in three days is impossible. That yeah, I cannot no, I, buy. Maybe she just had really, really good fire, like uh, renter's insurance. You're talking to two people who are having a hell of a time finding a place to live right now. Yeah. This is not something that happens in three days. Well, you know, in this market, it's actually very difficult to find good subterranean housing. And, uh, and she just got you don't that know what new the job. It was like in '91. <laughs> but she just got that new job. How would everyone in the city know she's the highest paid reporter? Yeah, no, there's no, there's no way. There's just no way. No. <laughs> anyway, getting back to it, uh, I wanted to point out um, there's this interesting little moment of sequelitis. I don't know if sequelitis is like trademarked or something, but we've been saying no. it a lot. Uh, it's, it's a series by Ego Raptor. We're going to oh, steal it. Well, I don't mind. So um, I don't know if you guys remember, but in, in the 1990 movie, the first time we see the foot headquarters, there's two guys like crawling under the fence and running up to it. And the one guy who's like a few <laughs> steps ahead stops, turns around and goes, come on to the other guy. And what do we have right here? But a shot of the, the new foot layer for the first time. And these two guys in ninja jammies come running up. Oh. The one guy who's a few paces ahead of the other guy stops, turns around, and goes, "Come on!" And then they both <laughs> run inside. Like, hey, well done. Like, did they just make the same movie twice? Like, there's yeah. a lot of this going Largely, on. Of yeah. Like, we just have to hit the same spots, and then like we'll we'll fill well, in the. the I mean, middle from parts. a pacing standpoint, if you've got something that works, you might as well follow the beats, right? <laughs> yeah. But like such a weird detail to harken back to, like maybe yeah. it just you know sort of happened subconsciously. They didn't even intend to do it, and you're just making a connection because you know we're doing this podcast. It's also kind of a tropey thing to do. I don't think I've ever been like running somewhere with someone where I felt the need to stop, turn around, and go, "Come on!" and then keep running. <laughs> I think Unless a I, puppy is following <laughs> you. I, I, th I think I did when we were like when when I was like little. You know, you know when you were like a kid and like you and your friends like all summer we're out with your bikes and like going places. There, there were times when it'd be like, come on, man, hurry up. Like, why are you so slow? Blah. Isn't that's like the one kid in every Spielberg movie who like can't keep yes. up with his friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> come on, it's, Chunk, do the truffle shuffle. Yeah. It's usually it's like the, the Elliot. <laughs> um, so I do like that. We're getting a peek into the sort of the foot layer and the, the most adorable part about this is the prepubescent, uh, foot soldier, the guy's like, <laughs> oh, God. what does the guy say? He's like, uh, we all knew, maybe they all got picked up. And then it's, it's, his voice is so high and squeaky and adorable. I'm just like, why, where, why, you should be at home with your mom. We all knew we were supposed to meet here at the dump. 
Everybody knew we were supposed to get back here on time. Master Shredder's going to be real mad. <laughs> what is he so saying? So he's butters. <laughs> <laughs> ah, hamburgers. Got oh, come on, you guys. Really <laughs> yeah, he's the butters of the flick Oh, my awesome cool movie. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what this kid says. Hang on, I'm playing the minute. You know, the, everyone else must have got picked up. And then... Except for Sam Rockwell. Maybe they didn't find us. That's what he says. <laughs> and then blonde dude like gets in his face. Very Cobra Kai. He's very Cobra Kai. The foot are just Cobra Kai. Have we talked about this? <laughs> I yeah, feel like probably. we must It may have come up. It may have come up, yeah. Oh, man. Who would win in a fight? Johnny Lawrence mm. or, I don't know, any foot soldier? <laughs> oh, mm. John, I think Johnny Lawrence would do pretty well. He seemed to be a pretty competent fighter, especially if you actually yeah. watch Cobra Kai. Yeah, I, I think I think uh, I think Johnny Lawrence would actually do pretty because most of these kids like that are in you know the Foot Clan that Tatsu's been training are just like you know runaway punk kids. I, I'm sure some of them could could uh, could give Johnny a run for his money. Yeah, some of them. I feel like Ninja Turtles tournament fighters missed a golden opportunity by not including the Karate Kid. <laughs> I been, feel very like '80s crossover joy. I feel mm-hmm. fan art coming on, guys. <laughs> um, so Sweep yeah. the shell. Um, we all know the junkyard was our fallback spot. We all knew this. <laughs> turtle clearly. wax on, turtle wax off. Um. Uh. So like, we, yeah, but e- even the the kind of older looking guy has a teeny tiny voice. Yeah, they like, all seem very like, little young. Guy voice. Whereas I feel like the foot soldiers, the actual fighting foot soldiers that were featured in the first movie, they were all ADR'd to be kind of like awfully like stereotypically Asian, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and maybe now, this is the B team. Maybe the like the. <laughs> The, the ones ninjas. that weren't really engaged in the fight, you know, right? And maybe all enough. the elite ninjas got busted, like That's they're in jail true. now, or their well, skulls got busted open when they got thrown off of that that rooftop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a lot of uh, uh, very violent things happening. Um, so then we get an entrance of one of the best characters from this whole franchise, <laughs> and I love the way that he just walks into scene. And I love this shot. He walks in at forty nine seconds. He steps into frame, <laughs> dead center, and every single person, every single Foot Clan member that was in that room is visible, reacting to Tatsu. Oh uh, shit, dude! Yeah. It's Tatsu. He killed a guy. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when that dude with the long hair hit him with the golf club? Yeah, every butt in this room tightens a little bit. <laughs> where where was he this whole time? Was he just off screen? He was meditating? unconscious in a warehouse. <laughs> uh, why I love this, this like... Here's uh, the other thing. Wait a minute. Sorry, Adam. I don't mean to interrupt, but I'm going to... If this is three days later, shouldn't he have some massive bruising from that golf yeah. club whack? Mm-hmm. He, should, he should have some like, sc- like swelling all over the yeah. side of his face. Sorry, His jaw Adam. should just be like hanging in pieces. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> uh, I just wanted to mention uh, just how cool this little treehouse is that they're in. <laughs> it is like, pretty cool. I love the set decorating in this. Like they, they have like this old oil drum in the middle of the room for whatever reason. But there's just like all of this cool like 
It almost looks like an antique shop in here. I guess this is like all the salvageable stuff they found at the dump and they made a little what clubhouse is, out of it. I was going to say, what is this room at the dump used for? Is it just a hang for the workers? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe, or did maybe the, foot the oil just tank build is this? like. Like a, a spot heater? to just sort of like organize interesting oddments. Rachel, say that again. I'm sorry. I was saying like maybe that oil tank is like heat. So when they're working in the winter, this is where they come to like Oh, warm oh it's up. like a makeshift wood burning stove. Or, yeah, something like that. It's got like, like a stack coming out yeah. of it. Maybe. It's probably like the break room for the guys that work at the dump. So Shredder, th- or Shredder, Tatsu throws a massive fit here. Um, I do, before I get into as that, I want to ask, want. Tatsu has a symbol on the back of his, his gi. And... I would love it if anyone could tell us what that symbol stood for, what it says. That would be uh, awesome. Let us know. I think we we looked it up um, previously, and it's like also on the headbands. Is it uh, the same thing that was on the headbands? Hand, oh, a, maybe it it's was. It's a pretty common. It's a pretty common. All right, Chris, you keep researching that. We're going to keep talking. It says good keep, boy. <laughs> it does not. He is a good um, boy. But Tatsu comes in and he throws a fit. Our father, gone. And he kicks a bunch of crap. They must Our pay. father, who art in heaven. Hallowed <laughs> <laughs> be thy name. <laughs> oh my God, this movie takes a weird turn. Um, so there's a sign above Tatsu. It's like a street sign and it's clearly graffitied. Which I think is also just a fun sort of like trope when you have like movies like this, 90s sort of teen villains, but in like the graffiti is like, okay, these are the bad guys. You know these are the bad guys because there's graffiti in their house. We saw that all over Turtles 1 at the little uh, foot clubhouse uh, on East Lairdman Island or whatever. Uh, And you see it a little bit here. You're going to see it later in the movie. Um, but graffiti, yeah, it's uh, mm-hmm. it's bad people go around graffiti in the nineties. Also, is that a hookah in the background? What? Where? That one table that Tatsu kicks over. Uh, yeah, I think it is. No or a way. lamp. Could be, oh a lamp. Just be a lamp. It could be. It does look a lot like a hookah. Okay. Was it regular it just, or mental? You know, relax or hookah? <laughs> Anything you want to do, do it. Um. Okay. So. Tatsu kicks the hookah over and then he comes back and he, you know, karate chops the sawhorse. And I'm I'm looking at the sawhorse and he, I'm not gonna lie, man, it looks like he legit breaks that thing. Is it styrofoam? Like it breaks pretty easily. It does break super easy, but I don't I'm looking at it. I don't see like a cut on it anywhere. It Tatsu almost has a look oh. about him like, wow, that was easier than I thought it would be. <laughs> Oops. Yeah, uh it 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 it's uh now and it's like ghost or spirit. I don't remember all like the specifics about it, but the the kanji on his back is like like spirit. Okay, it's his fighting spirit, and it also has kind of like a, a negative connotation as an adjective, like terrible. Ah, is that oni is damnable. It? Uh, it might be. Eh, no, it's it's not oni, but it might be a part of oni. Because yeah. uh, I know that means demon. Mm-hmm. So. Like I said, Tatsu comes in, he rages, he knocks a bunch of stuff over, breaks a bunch of crap, and then we're at the end of our minute. Uh, we get a sourpuss from Toshishiro Obato. He glares <laughs> into the camera. Um, thoughts on this minute? Any any final thoughts? Anything to add? I was just looking up uh, Sam Rockwell's IMDb because I was curious what he did after. What he did um, next. 
what he did next. Oh, yeah. He was in a movie called uh, Strictly Business. I feel like I remember the name of that movie. What I've is that about? I've never seen it, but the description is two black friends, Strictly one of lighter skin complexion business. than the other, try to use each other to improve their social and professional positions. Well, maybe uh-huh. I don't know that movie. I don't know that movie at yeah. all. But, that, but like from the title, I was expecting something like risky business. <laughs> yeah. Or I thought it would be something room. about prostitution. I, I think I think he was kind of a bit player. Probably. You mean uh, Turtles One didn't launch him into the stratosphere? No, I'm trying to see what his <laughs> his next big one was. I do think he's the only Oscar winner to have starred in a Ninja Turtles movie. Or Oscar <laughs> nominated. Won an Oscar? I'm trying to think. I think he did. Really? For that uh, three billboards, yeah, that, movie. yeah, he was in that one, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, Sam Rockwell. Yeah, yeah. I thought we were still talking about Toshishiro Obata. Oh no, no. <laughs> no. I was very confused. <laughs> like, wait, wait, <laughs> wait. wait. He, Tatsu was in he was three in billboards. Of, like, he was in he like was, a lot of. Uh, I could see it. No yeah, he, name he was movies. like he was like the bad he was like the you know the sort of generic thug bad guy. Yeah, uh, until about 1999 when he was in the Green Mile and then Galaxy Quest. He was kind of Galaxy like a bit Quest player. was kind of like his big. Oh, Sam Rockwell. Yeah. Wait, Toshiro Toshiro Obata Obata. was a Galaxy Quest? No, no Sam Rockwell. Sam Rockwell. <laughs> terribly confusing. <laughs> but yeah, he seems to be like. Bug Raptor's like, hammer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like his. Uh, credits include like Thug, the Kid, like just. He was in that movie Safe Men with Steve Zahn. That movie's great. Yeah, I so love maybe Steve that was Zahn. like his first big recognizable movie. But yeah, can I throw he it was out in there? In a lot of crap between 1990 and 1998. Steve Zahn for tell. Donatello. Ooh. Mm. Huh? Uh, no, I think he would make a good Raphael. He'd be like a ni- uh, a '90s cartoon version of Raphael. That kind of smarmy, smarmy, sarcastic. sarcastic, like making jokes for the audience kind of character. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like how he is in uh, Empire uh, Empire Records. Um, that thing you do. That yeah, thing that's you do. the one. Oh my god! By the way, if this you're one a fan time of that we stayed up, you, you should go to midnight. the Dueling Genre <laughs> website and check out their 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 Google Hangout talking about that thing you do. That yeah. I was supposed to be on. That I'm so angry I had to miss. So yeah. angry. But One you of my all-time favorite movies. <laughs> yeah, I'm jealous that you got to do Hocus Pocus. I kind of had a lot to unpack about that movie after we watched it, but I wasn't oh, on the God, panel. I need to watch that. Well, listen, we're recording this the day before Halloween. I know. If you guys are a fan of of hearing us do Turtle Talk here and the other you know movies by minute podcast, then you should head over to Dueling Genre and check out the other stuff they have to offer. The Dueling Genre Movie Club is a sort of monthly. Uh, live Google Hang over YouTube video thing. It's very futuristic. Uh, and every month we we vote on a movie to talk about and a different selection of dueling genre hosts kind of make the panel. Patrons get to Spend a couple hours talking about one movie. So it's about. like movies by minutes, but not. It's just movies in 120 <laughs> minutes. Um, but that's cool. Movies and it's, it's, I will say, I don't know if anyone caught it, but I was kind of being a troll in the chat. This guy came on, and I forget where he was from, but he kept asking you guys to talk about crystal energy. Oh, gosh. And Wait, I what? Said, yeah, I... I don't remember his name, but it, you know it would be on the stream. But he was like, "Yeah, guys, please talk about crystal energy." And I was like, "Well, I don't know much about crystal oh energy, God. but I can tell you about turtle power." And then he wanted <laughs> to know if I had WhatsApp. 
and then I stopped. I did see that. To him. Ew. I did see that. That was weird. Yeah. But anyway, uh, generally the <laughs> the the Google Hangouts are fun. You should go over to Dealing Genre and become a Patreon supporter, uh, and then you can you know the, the Google Hangouts are free, I think. But the Patreon you stuff you can they ask have us about Turtle Power is awesome. Crystal and, uh, energy. <laughs> We're, yes, we're your falling apart. Yeah. Ew. <laughs> sorry, sorry. That's okay. <laughs> I'm trying to do you the plug. Jealous there, Adam. <laughs> I don't um, have a WhatsApp. Know about my girlfriend's WhatsApp. Oh. <laughs> uh, oh man. We sorry, Chris. To, uh, to, to say the words. Do your words. WhatsApp. Hmm? <laughs> no, I'm. I'm good. Didn't I say it enough? Can I? Oh, no, I, I meant Scott. I, I was going to say, can I'm I do the plus? Okay, now. I'm done. We're this having is a it. brain thing today. It's Rounded. Friday. It's Friday. It's the end of a long week. Ariel got us really excited and all energized with her amazing appearance earlier this week. Earlier this week, How about one more hand for Ariel Somerville? You can find her. Uh, yeah. Just Google R2 Ninja Turtle. She was great. Uh, would love to have her back on at some point. Uh, and then... Find us at TMNT Minute on Twitter and Instagram, blah, 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 all that normal stuff. And please send us a minute of I mean, you ranting and raving about this show. We will put you on. Record your voice talking about Turtles 2. We'll put you in our show. You'll be on the air. You'll get famous. I, I promise. Mean, the last couple of minutes have been any indication we need to have her at the beginning of Turtles 3 so that way you love that movie too. I know. I, <laughs> She's the know, secret ingredient. Listen, I, the I secret of your ooze. Yeah. Turtles, oh, stop oh, it! I'm sorry. No, that was no, bad. I shouldn't have done no. that. No, oh, man. Lag on I the apologize play. for that. Oh, oops. <laughs> All right, that was bad. That was bad. I promised to only do that like you know seven or eight more times Gee, as thanks. we record. Is this, this movie. payback for me picking on you about your April crush from last season? Maybe. <laughs> well, anyway, I don't remember what I was gonna say, so I'm just gonna say thanks for hanging out, and we'll see you guys next week for minute. 16 through 20 and our special guest next week is going to be uh, I believe dueling genre founder Mr. Scott Corelli coming our back for season dad. 2 <laughs> pod dad pod right. dad pod dad for the crew here at Turtles Minute I'm Scott this is Chris Adam and Rachel and we will see you guys next week bye bye hashtag pizza Friday hashtag pizza Friday cowabunga I get it, because it's the high-pitched foot clan guy. Yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs>